You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Ladies and gents, Welcome, welcome, welcome. All things covered. Pat Peterson and Brian McFadden once again back. Outstanding show prepared for you guys. We're all smiling from ear to ear because it's a great day to be alive. Every day is a great day to be alive. But get this, the Minnesota Vikings, they're also five and one. The Vikings are five and one. Pat P, have you ever been five and one in your career at any time? Yeah. Yeah, I've been five and one. With the Cardinals in 2015, that's when we went 13 and three. Yeah, and I was four and zero before with the yeah. Cardinals. Yeah, we man, we went around, we went around, and lost like eight, seven games straight after that. Yeah, y'all ain't know how to. That's 2012. Yeah, 2012. Trying to think, I don't even know if I ever started five and one, but you're five and one, and the difference between. Those Cardinal yep. teams that you just referenced compared to this Minnesota Vikings team, you guys are going to Super Bowl. That's the difference. <laughs> Y'all ain't go to Super Bowl in Arizona. You said it. Yeah, I, I, I said it. Nah. And with that being said, Skull close. Nation. We can't close. With that being said, Skull Nation, it's time to hit that Dolphins recap. There's a lot. There's a lot <laughs> yeah. to digest in that ball game. Entertain, entertaining ball game on both sides. We finally saw you know, a, 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 a complete team effort to say the least. You know what I mean? Offense did what they needed to do. Defense made plays. I really love what I saw from the defense, especially rushing mm-hmm. the passers, uh, the rushing the passer. I know people will say, well, they played against some backup guys. I don't care. You guys made them look like backups. And that's the plus. Because what happens if you play against backups and they ball out against you? That's not a good sign, right? right? right. You guys did what you're supposed to do. The Vikings win 24-16. Now get this. Last week, my <clears> prediction <throat> was, 24-17. I was off by one point, yo. One, one point. point. I should get I should get some points for being off by one point. I, I predicted 24-17. <laughs> the Vikings won 24-16. Uh my goodness, man. Pat P, man, let's talk about it. Let's get let's ta- let's tap in. You know, you guys, for some reason, we can't bury the lead, but how good did it feel to have an <clears throat> interception that stamped the victory against your childhood? favorite team because that interception was pretty much the last punch you guys needed to throw against the Dolphins. How good did that feel? Man, it felt great, you know, because, you know, crazy thing about it, obviously you saw the video. I called it before the game. You did? You need to do that more often, by the way. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, you need to do that. Wait a minute. It's not many times to where I Wait a minute. Hold on, Pat P. Two things I would like to ask of you. Call more interceptions before I know what you game. About to say, man. And can you keep giving me the man. white the white sleeve? I already knew you was about to say that. Can you? I already knew you was about to say that. Man. That's what I need. 
That's what you know when you wore it. It was hot out there, man. I could I could I couldn't wear I couldn't wear my black sleeve. It was hot out there, man. Fat P. And you remember you told me during the season, you told me you said if you gotta pick wearing something, I said we bring too. it back. We too. I said no, 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 no. I said no. that we too. No, Pat P. <laughs> Pat P. When y'all play next week against the Cardinals at home, I need the same thing. Can I get the same thing, Pat P? That's all I ask. Yes, I understand you said week two. It didn't happen in week two. I got you, man. I'm a, I'm gonna I'm see. It, it depends on how the how the, the, the shoes that I'm wearing on the turf. Because to me, the cleats that I like to wear, they react different on turf than they do in grass. So therefore, depending on how my cleat feeling, how the how the surface feeling, because those are the same turf is a little, little, little bit harder than. No, they're not. <clears throat> those are two different. So I, don't, I I like to wear those cleats on grass. So that's why I wore those in Philadelphia, who had natural grass, and I wore them in Miami, who has natural grass. So I practice in them because we practice on natural grass. They feel a little bit different. I feel like my feet roll a little bit more when I'm when I when I practice in them on turf. So that's why I might be a little bit skeptical on wearing them Sunday. Because we play on turf. I like to be locked in, Matt, as far as my feet. I don't want to have no rolling. I don't want to have no okay. certainty. Right. You already know. So right. I'm going to go out there and warm up in a Matt. And if I feel good, I'm telling you this. If I feel good, I'm going to wear it. If I don't, you're going to know why. Well, dang. All right. Well, you felt good. Sunday, you got picked. <clears> I think you're going to feel good again and get another pick. I mean, listen. Man, keep man, doing it around, until you don't get it. So, man, but, but, okay, you got to you got to feel comfortable. I understand that. I get that. But take mm-hmm. us through the play. Can you b- break down the play for us? Man, it was honestly it was Pat B taking a chance. It looked like y'all was in a trap. I, I wasn't even supposed. To... We weren't even in no trap coverage. <laughs> what y'all was in, man? Damn it! <laughs> so you were where you were position positioned at? I thought. Yeah, y'all was in the trap light coverage. Exactly. So that's what pro fo- pro fantasy football be thinking too. When they be thinking people all over the place, they don't be knowing what's going on. So that's that's what they be thinking too. But anywho, I was not in the trap coverage. I was in the cover three, Matt. I was supposed to be man turning everything. I'm on waddle speed, but I'm like, man, let me look at this time of the game. Yeah, they need a big play. Teddy ain't throwing the ball down the field all game. His favorite route is a seven. The yeah. sale com- uh, combination. We call it a 973. Where you got the three receiver running on a little, a little fast out, two, uh, the number two receiver running the sale, seven route, a post corner, if you want to make it more simple. Yep. And the X receiver is normally running the goal. So I was supposed to be mad turn to him, but I, I think yeah, it was first down. It was first down. And we know on first down. They like to come out with that type of formation. I meant with that uh, with that play call. Typically, in a two-minute one, that's like a number one play in two-minute one. Mm-hmm. So they're down. Obviously, they have to make a play. So me, I'm going in my, I'm going through my notes, going through my, you know, through my, uh, do all, my, uh, do all my notes in my head. I'm like, da da da. I looked at the formation. They tried to hide it because they motioned the, the tight end from the backside over to it because the, the formation came out two by two, two receivers on each side. Then they motioned the guy over 
I'm like, hey, this look familiar. Go ahead, don't, don't man turn P. Go ahead and get you a peek at Teddy. See what Teddy got going on. Saw what Teddy had going on. P2 had to go make a play. And Pat P, talking about making a play, you did make a play. And I called you after the game because I felt some type of way. But you gave me the reason why you went down so easy. Because I thought you had a lot of green grass, right? And that was a lazy tackle uh, by that offensive lineman. And you just kind of <laughs> laid down and went down for him. But tell us why you allowed him to tackle you so easily. Because I like I, when you caught it, based on where all the wide receivers was, and knowing who was in front of you with the blockers you had, I said, he about to go yard. He about to go get in that paint. Yeah. But you fell yeah. down easy. It's, first of all, it was not an offensive lineman, Mac. It was a receiver, man. No, that was an offensive <laughs> That was a lineman. You sure? It was 85, man. 85. That's a receiver. Okay. I thought uh, it was a lineman. My bad. No, it was, it, it was a receiver. Anywho, I get the pick, and I'm thinking it was closer to the two-minute warning. Like I knew it was, I knew like it was only, it wasn't many more possessions that, that was going to be left in the game. And secondly, you saw the temperature on the outside line? It was 120. So if I would have ran 10 more yards, I probably would have locked up, Matt. I ain't going to lie to you. So when I, won, <laughs> when I got the pick, I'm like, oh, game over. I ain't trying to go out here and run. I'm going to tell you, and another thing too, what was on my mind me being an athlete, me always being, uh, I guess, self-aware. But I pulled my hamstring around the same time last year. Okay. In uh, at North Carolina. Carolina. Around Carolina. late, late in the game, and I was feeling the same way. So I'm like, mm, let's go and get on down. <laughs> Smart let's man. go and get on down because if I if I had to kick it in the gear back, ain't gonna lie to you, I probably would have cramped up and damaged some shit. No question. Well, smart man. You know, <laughs> health is is what we need. Health is like wealth in regards to uh, the NFL. But take us through. You guys have done a phenomenal job in your group celebrations. But take us through <laughs> that celebration. And what were you doing? Was that a gritty? What was that? <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that was. I, I didn't know if you were spazzing out. I didn't hey, know. I will tell you this. Wait till you see. We we have come together as a defense to. To have a, a, a choreography, uh, a choreography um, celebration. celebration. So we're gonna, yes, we're gonna, we're gonna be all synced. We're gonna have watch uh, when we play the Cardinals. Oh, oh, oh my God, that's next game. You say watch who now? Watch when we play the Cardinals. Oh, y'all got some plan, man. It's on. But hey, I, I like that celebration, huh? Go ahead, go ahead. I, I, what were you doing? Was that a gritty? Yeah, that uh, that was a little bit of the gritty. That was a little bit of everything, Mac. Because the crazy thing about it, going back into the Israel, like I talked about, is my wife's birthday, as you guys saw on the post. And initially, I wasn't going to run to that touchdown, but I had to think. I was like, what end zone is she sitting in? And, you had, and, and <laughs> when you see it, I point to the sideline, and I just – immediately just took off to the end zone because I wasn't sure on which end zone I was going to go to. So I ended up running to that one, ended up doing the gritty. My wife knew I cannot dance one bit. Yeah, you, you can't. So I pulled out the gritty. Now I can't. Pulled out the gritty. And, and, and I'm not I'm not the guy here to say that I can. No question. <laughs> but I pulled out the gritty. Um, then, I, then we ended up doing a waddle because uh, Cam came in there doing a, <laughs> doing a waddle coming in there. Hey. 
Then they had the Dolphins. They had the uh, they had the flipper going. They had the chest CPR going. They had the chest compression going on. It was a lot going on that uh, going in that uh, in that video. When Cam did that waddle, when Cam did that waddle, I about died, boy. I about passed out, bro. When he hit that waddle, (laughs) man, that was so funny. But I can tell you this much: I, I, I like, I like seeing the team celebrations. You guys are embracing each other. Uh, that's important uh, when you embark yeah. on this journey that y'all getting ready to embark on, you know, for the rest of the season, the position that you're in, you can tell the love is there. The, the togetherness right. is there. So that's a big time plus. You had an opportunity to pick off Teddy Bridgewater, Pat P. So I'm going to test mm-hmm. your memory real quick, real quick. With that interception, that marks the second time you've picked them off in your career. Can yeah. you name me all the quarterbacks you've picked off more than once? Damn. Sam you got Bradford Teddy B already sure. on the list. Sam yeah, Bradford you got four off sure. Sam Bradford. You got, you got four Man, that was my favorite quarterback. Anytime I saw Sam Bradford come up on the uh, – we playing the Rams, I knew I was getting one. Hey, I think I got yeah, about got seven no picks times. against the Rams alone. Uh, I go Sam Bradford. Uh, damn, man. That's, you put me on the spot like a mug. You just said another, uh, an, another, another Another divisional quarterback you used to see all the time. Oh, uh, Russ. I got Russ. Yeah, you got Russell twice. I got Russ twice. Now, the next few names, uh, you, might you might need some help. Oh, I might have got uh, – it's, it's probably a Rams quarterback. Mm-hmm. Is it Ch- – is, is it uh, – uh, Austin is Davis. Is it Keenum? Austin I knew it was Davis. a Rams quarterback for sure. Austin Davis. I got him twice in that one game. Yep. Matthew Stafford, you got twice. I did? Yeah, Matthew Stafford. Mike Glennon, you got twice. Oh, I did. I did. I got Mike Glennon twice in one game. I got Matthew Stafford. And the last name. Oh, wait. Don't tell me the the last one. I won't give you a hit. Let me try to see if I can get to Give me a hit. Was in your same draft. Oh, Mr. Newton. No question. Cam. Oh, Cam. So, Pat P, you yeah. have interceptions off five number one picks. Sam Bradford, <clears throat> Stafford, Newton, Baker, Jameis. You have four interceptions off four Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. Brady, Stafford, Russ, Ooh. and Drew Brees. Okay. Yeah. So, that, that's big time things. And, and you're continuing to add to the resume as we speak. In county, Matt. In county. No question. And also, outside the interceptions, uh, I mean, you were getting your hands on a lot of footballs. What was the keys to all the PBUs you had during the game as well that led to that potential interception? Film. Film, Film just no. Did you just, pick up something? <clears throat> what did you pick up? Man, I picked up a whole lot of stuff in that. It's crazy, Matt. I kid you not, dog. Saturday, I said, if I ever get this formation where anybody motion outside of a receiver, back into the, on the other side of the field. And it's just the receiver and the tight end. They're running. Mm-hmm. And that's my first pass breakup. And that's what coach always talk about. Hit your fast, hit that pitch when you know it. And if you, if you go back and watch that film, I didn't back pedal. Mm-hmm. The only thing I'm upset about is that Teddy gave me the ball I was looking for. I meant the ball that I was not expecting because quarterbacks are typically taught in that type of coverage, throw the ball low and outside. 
Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I was already, because it's a quick throw, I was already in my mind prepared to break up the ball. If you go back and look at, you know, when I'm when I'm coming up, I secured the tackle, then I made the pit, uh, then I made the uh, PBU. Mm-hmm. But the ball was so it was so far inside. I'm like, oh shit. Like, cause I broke on the receiver. Then when I looked, I was like, oh, because like I said, I was expecting the ball to be low and outside. So I was prepared. Cause those balls are hard to pick off, especially when you're playing against a quality quarterback that no, you know, ball placement and this, that, and other. Mm-hmm. So I expect, like I said, I was expecting the ball to be low. So I was prepared to break it up, but it ended up being high and inside. And that could have been a dang old pick six mm. if I would have kept my eyes on it. But you know, it, like I said, film, just understanding film, just being that's that's I think Mac, I'm not even joking out. They ran that play against. The Jets. And that was like one of the last five plays that I watched before we went on the field. Mm. Wow. Crazy. It came to, it came to life <laughs> on Sunday, right? Yep. In the, in the third quarter, the first drive, it was it was within that first drive out of the third quarter. That was the first time we saw it. That's why film study is so important. Um, what yep. was clicking overall for the defense? I mean, you did a great job and rushing the passers, sacking the quarterbacks. You guys allowed a good amount of yards, but didn't but you limited them in points, you know. So what was clicking for the defense? Man, we knew those guys were home run hitters. Those guys are always looking for the big shot. So our mindset going into that game was just keep the roof on the defense. Have those guys earn every yard, you know, that they're out there, you know, getting. And that's what they did. You know, they had what 400 yards of offense, 16 points to show for it. And uh, honestly, the last drive was kind of like garbage yards, you know, yep. to be honest with you. So, you know, we we played a, a, a very sound football game and we uh, achieved our goals of the game plan. Our, mm-hmm. our goal was again, of the game plan was obviously keep 11, not 11, sorry, keep uh, Tyreek Hill uh, big plays, you know, down the field, you know, those... 70, 50 plus yarder bombs that you're accustomed to seeing on film. Uh, eliminating uh, Waddle, uh, big big plays. He, although he did have a couple big plays, but we made him play. Harry, you know, end up, you know, forcing a key fumble in that game. That was a momentum yeah, shifter um, as well. Um, and that in that 50 yard that he had at the end of the game, that, like that's garbage yards, man. We, you know, you run a screen for 50 yards, and you know, I mean that's. I mean, I hate that that comes up as a reception, you know, stat. But, I mean, it is what it is. But that, to me, you know, obviously it goes on his stats and a little bit for him. But those are, you know, those are trash yards. You know, we're, mm-hmm. you know, we wasn't, we we're expecting those guys to try to throw the ball down the field. You know, but that is what it is. You know, we kept the roof on the defense. Those guys didn't score any points, you know, as far as, you know, Tyreek Hill and Waddle yep. um, kept those guys out of the end zone. And like I said, we... We achieved our goal. We achieved our goal despite the yards that we gave up. The points didn't amount up to it. I like that. Keeping the roof on the defense. I like that mentality, especially when you're playing against that mm-hmm. type of speed. What are the biggest keys to this four-game winning streak you guys are currently on? Man, every guy in our locker room trusting and leaning on their brothers, you know, not blinking when that fire get hot, you know, understanding that we've been here before. You know, just this team is just so special, man. It's just, it's just, I, I just feel like 
we've been through so much. We've seen everything to where it's not, we're not, we're not even blanking at situations right now. You know, mm-hmm. coaches talked about a, a unbelievable stat that we was dead last, last year in points far as, you know, in, in, in two minute situation, last four minutes of offense, we're number one right now. You know what I mean? And like I talked about, we have so many guys that been through that, you know, that, 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 that draining hole last year that we understand the mistakes that we made. We understand that, you know, the situations that we are in are monumental and we have to relish those moments and coming into this season, that was a point of emphasis and it's mm-hmm. showing off, you know, so we just have to continue uh, to try to find a way to maintain and sustain, you know, that mindset, that momentum going into the second half of the season, because quite frankly, you know, us being five and one don't mean a damn thing because the season hasn't even started yet. No question. After October, uh, uh, after uh, Halloween, that's when the real season starts. That's when I. That's no when it's going to be scary for the league because we haven't even played our best ball yet. Yeah. We haven't even played our best ball yet, complimentary football yet. No, and I can't wait to see it. Teams separate themselves. <clears throat> Hundred percent, no question. That's what Mike Tomlin used to tell us all the time in the month of November. Are you thriving or surviving? Which yes, one are you doing? Are you and, thriving or are you just trying and, to survive? You know, and that was always you know, to go back, you know, in the past. But that was always my my mindset to the young guys when we was in Arizona, man. Like we always got off to a good start, but we never could finish. Mm-hmm. And I used to tell those guys all the time, bro, yeah, we're winning in, in September, October. That don't mean nothing. Nope. That don't mean nothing. This is where teams start to separate themselves and start putting them in position. So like you said, are you surviving or are you thriving? No and our goal this year, having the guys in the locker room that we have, we're trying to thrive because we ain't got no time to waste. You know, this window is... But so open. No time. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Last question for you before we transition to the around the league <clears throat> part of our show. What is one area the team need to needs to improve uh in after the bye? Like I just said, just playing complimentary football. Mm-hmm. You know, because we're 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 playing solid defense. I think we're top 10 far as points allowed. You know, I think we want to clean up the red zone, you know, defense a little bit. But other than that, just finding a way to play our best ball, you know, because, you know, it's always things to improve on. It's always plays that you can clean up, you know, on tape, you know, at the wins or losses. But finding a way to play our best ball. And that's where it's really going to be scary. And that's when you're really going to be on the lookout. Because, you know, a funny thing is, you know, I don't, I won't necessarily say I look at this stuff, but my boys text me this stuff. Yep. They'll text me about, you know, the the, the rankings from, uh, I forget who it was. And it was crazy how they had the Cowboys ranked above, uh, above us. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it don't mean nothing now, but, you know, how 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 is that? Yeah. How, I can tell you how, this much, Pat. The Dallas Cowboys are ranked above the Minnesota Vikings right now. I went on CBS with CBS. I went on Pete Prisco's recap of his power rankings and he had you guys number three it was philly buffalo minnesota kansas city in that order 
Okay. So we got some people that's, that's noticing what you guys are doing. Um, and, and, and this is my argument for people who say, well, this team is not as good as their record. Who cares? You are what your record says you are. And at the end of the day, it's about winning. Winning points. NFL, so, NFL that's crazy. I like college football. <clears throat> you, don't, you don't get penalized for not blowing a team out. That doesn't happen. You right. know, you can see a college team play against a team that might be, you know, a lesser team than them. They might barely win. They lose their spot. The NFL, no, it's hard to win. Right. And it's proven. I don't know what the stat, Eric, pull up what the stat is, what, what the stat was this week on one score game. I guarantee you it was nine it was, or above. It was, it, was, it was, once again, extremely relevant. One possession games. You, you rarely see teams get blown out. I'm telling you, you rarely see it, it don't happen. It don't happen. So for people to be looking for style points and no, no. just win. Oh, yeah! Just, just, you ain't just, get no style points in the league. It's a hard you just league. Just not getting style points. It's it's a, it's a hard league, and it's unexpected. You that have unexpected is. things week in and week out. Uh, we had eight one possession games this week. Eight, eight. I was one. I off. mean, the margin of, of a victory is right there. So yes, that's basically half. That's basically half. Pat P, you're on your bye week. Do you have any big time plans during your bye week? Man, Mac, you see well, man. I'm at the crib, man. I'm excited to be back home with my babies. I took them to school this morning, taking them to school all morning. I'm cooking tomorrow. I'm just, I can't wait to just sit back and relax, watching the Thursday night football game with my babies. Yeah. Got an opportunity to enjoy the theater room earlier, golfed a little bit earlier. So, man, just relax. Hey, you see my shirt? I like it neat. <laughs> <laughs> and then, wait a minute, don't forget to tell everybody. This Sunday, where, where will you what? be this Sunday? So, Matt, change of plans. Oh, yeah, change of plans. Okay, we'll <laughs> talk about it then. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it off camera. We'll talk about it off camera. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about it off camera. But we about to go, you know, we're going to get some Gatorade, pay a few bills. We'll be back. When we come back, you guys don't want to miss our nice, a nice conversation with my guy and myself in regards to some information throughout the NFL, something that you guys probably been talking about already, but I can't wait to get Pat's thought process, his, his, his uh, uh, sentiments on this particular topic. So stay tuned. Hey, everyone. This is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. men's national team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also, just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life, while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger. And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. 
Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Now it's time for Around the League. Here's where we tap into some information, news regarding other NFL organizations or other NFL players. This was a big conversational piece this past weekend, clearly after Sunday's game, leading into this week as well. Tom Brady, right? You saw, you probably briefly saw it after the fact, Pat P. Tom Brady getting in on his linemen, you know, yelling at him, not necessarily yelling at him, but he said he was trying to motivate them to play better than what they were playing. Um, Mm -hmm. But there's some other things that's tied to Tom Brady that people, they're concerned about in, in regards to his leadership or the lack thereof in this particular year. He went to Robert Kraft's wedding on Friday. He didn't fly with the team on Saturday. He missed the, the Bucks walkthrough on Saturday, was set to take all of Wednesday's practice off. Uh, he didn't practice this past Wednesday, of course, leading up to the, the Steeler game. He took 11 days off during training <coughs> camp. Um, and Todd Bowles says TB12 is getting no special treatment. Mm. Being a current player in the National <laughs> Football League and understanding and knowing how things go for certain guys, what are your, what, what, what's your thoughts on everything that has occurred over the last week in regards to Tom Brady attending the wedding, missing walkthrough, not flying with the team? And, of course, you know, you can go back to training camp missing 11 days. Well, I didn't know nothing about, you know, obviously I saw what happened on the sideline Sunday, but I didn't know that he went to Robert Kraft's uh, wedding on Friday. Shout out to Robert Kraft getting married again. Um, oh, Robert Kraft is like 80, right? I know. He probably, his wife probably 40. Might be 30. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure she she ain't she ain't 50. <laughs> no, <But> anywho. No. <laughs> <laughs> anywho. Uh, and I didn't know he missed um the team walkthrough on Saturday. Yes, yes. And also I didn't know he didn't fly with the team on Saturday as well. So it's a lot, it's a lot to unpack. Yeah, it is a lot to unpack. And, I mean, honestly, unacceptable. You know, far as you know, obviously you're not practicing on Wednesday. You know, and everybody going to buy down Tom Brady. You know, seven Super Bowl. I get all that. Yeah, that's that's great. But at the end of the day, you're you're the leader. You're the the guy who everybody leans on. You're the guy who everybody depends on. So if they see this type of stuff going on. How do you think that rubs off on the team? You know, not flying with the team, not coming exactly. to the team walkthrough. Yeah, we understand that you you may have it all, but we still need you here. We still need to see you here putting in that grind with us. And I mean, I think who said it today? I was watching ESPN. I can't remember who said it today, but it was like, man, I think Tom Brady might have bit off 
you know, more than he can, you know, more than he can eat, more than he can chew. Mm-hmm. Because he should have just rode off into the sunset, you know, with the Super Bowl the year before, had a solid season like last year. And I know Tom is a competitor. Hell, I'm a competitor. You know, yeah. you you want to play as long as you you feel that your body can go. And, you know, I don't know what led to coming back, you know, uh, to play another season. But, you know, with those, you know, with the things that we just read off as far as, you know, not flying with the team, you know, not coming to team walkthrough, you know, that's, that's, that's definitely some early signs of the team starting to separate. Mm-hmm. And my thing is this, people are complaining about, why is he going to a wedding on Friday? I don't have an issue with Tom Brady going to a wedding on Friday because one thing I know about professional football, Friday is an opportunity for guys to come together and hang out. You might go to a lounge. You might go to a nice restaurant. Right. Just because it's Friday yeah. doesn't mean you can't yeah, do it. I don't have anything. a problem with that at all. The problem that I have is attending the wedding Missing that walk is what made him miss Saturday's walkthrough. If he could have attended the wedding and still get to Saturday's walkthrough, it's not an issue because you are supposed you're where you're supposed to be on Saturday. So m- going and to the wedding, it caused him to miss the walkthrough and it caused him to fly solo to Pittsburgh. That's not cool. That's not cool. Nah, and one thing about back. the game of football, Pat, back you, you know this resumes means nothing in the National Football League. What Tom Brady did in 2020, mm-hmm. what Tom Brady did the other Super Bowl years, it has nothing to do with this year. And all we're seeing from Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are struggles, unexpected struggles, and maybe the lack of the team unity. Because playing quarterback is a leadership position, like it or love it. And that's why Tom right. Brady has been so great at that position, because he's the ultimate leader. He is the guy right. who doesn't mind taking a pay cut to get other players. To better the team. To better the team. He's that guy who who has always been one of the guys. And one unique thing in the in regards to how Bill Belichick used to treat Tom Brady, he treated him just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yep. And get this, Pat P, Bill Belichick didn't go to the wedding. And he was right there. <laughs> was he invited? That's a good question. I would think he's invited. <laughs> he's still coaching the man team. He's still coaching Robert Kraft. That would mean, that would mean nothing. Yeah. Oh, he said, oh, yeah, he got the invite. Yeah, he, he got, got the invite. invite. But, you know, Bill probably was dialed in to get Bill this. Bill was focused on the game. And they and they took care of their business easily against Cleveland. Yeah, that they did. They took care of their business, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, hey, it, my thing is this, Tom Brady. Would, would Tom Brady have missed a Saturday walkthrough while playing for the Patriots and Bill Belichick? I highly doubt it. Would Tom Brady have flown First of all, he, to team? He wouldn't even. Team? I, don't think, I don't think he would have went. No. To be quite honest with you. And we know he wouldn't have flown by himself to where, where wherever the team was they were playing against under Bill Belichick. We know that much. So that's yeah. my thoughts. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't like it. I think as a quarterback, it's your job to make sure you're going above and beyond what your title calls you to do. And part of your title is being a leader. And that's not leadership like yeah. uh, qualities, missing something like that. So let's see if they get it right. We have JC JC Horn joining us on our next episode of All Things Covered. So we wanted to discuss young corners in the game that are excelling, that are balling big time, that are oppressing everybody. The criteria is you got to be at least the most, you got to be in year three in the league or younger, mm-hmm. right? That's the criteria for this particular conversation. Young cornerback focus guys that have been balling, 
J.C. Horn, who we will have on the next episode, one interception, four PBUs in five games. He's been lights out, locking people down. Pat Sertan Jr., five PBUs, one forced fumble. I mean, we saw what he did this past Monday night against Mike Williams. Man, goodness, Mike Williams couldn't get loose at all. Sauce Gardner, one interception, eight PBUs, one tackle for loss. You talk about a guy who's been balling. Sauce Gardner reminds me a lot of Dale Carter. If you young football heads, historians out there who don't know who Dale Carter is, go type in his name, Dale Carter, who went to Tennessee, played for a few teams, Kansas City, Baltimore. Long, rangy, lengthy, athletic, could run, and he had straight (laughs) straight dog in him. Asante Samuel Jr. Also, we we have had Pat Sertan, JC on the show, Asante Samuel, Florida State, stand up. One interception, five PBUs. He's actually been the best corner for the Chargers. And that's saying a lot because, remember, they brought in J.C. Jackson, gave him a lot of money. Yeah. But but Zunt has been the most consistent corner. And this is another name that has really surprised a lot of people. But I had him high on my list when I did my draft preparation last year. Tariq Woolen, former wide receiver. He's He's still raw at the position. This man got four interceptions, one touchdown, five PBUs, one forced fumble, two fumble recoveries. He has been lights out. He's been doing a, a phenomenal job. Other corners we like to mention, your teammate Cam Danzler, Trayvon Diggs, of course, been balling, Tyson Campbell, Jack Jones. I mean, and it seems like when you, throw, when you talk about Trayvon Diggs, it seems like he's been in the league longer than three years. That's what it feels like. But yeah. you know, he's in his third year. Yeah. And he's been playing lights yeah. out. But what do you, what are you, what are your thoughts about some of the names that I mentioned, Pat P? Based on some of the things you've seen, man, all great names that's going to be able to, you know, sustain, you know, the great culture, you know, that defensive backs, that the primes, that the, the Dale Carters, the, you know, Greens, you know, provided for us, you know, mm-hmm. just. It's happy to, I'm happy to see, you know, the next generation is in great hands. You know, uh, this is this is not in the next generation. This is the, the generation after the next generation because these guys, what, Jalen is what, year eight, right? Seven or eight, I think. So, yeah, that's, you know, that's technically, you know, my next generation. Then these guys here are in year three. And hell, you just ramble off seven names. You know what I mean? Seven guys. You know that could be a household yeah. name in this league. So it's great to see. You know this league is in uh, great hands um, in the no future, question. man. The future is right know, at the so, quarterback position. Yeah, no doubt about it. And this, I'm happy to see my man Sauce out there doing his thing out there in New York. Uh, had the opportunity to watch him uh, play against the Dolphins uh, mm-hmm. last uh, last week because that's who we were studying. I was like, oh yeah, he. He's going to be there yeah. <laughs> uh, having a game that he had against uh, Green Bay was uh, pretty sp- uh, spectacular. Pat Sertan, he just came in the lead ready. No <laughs> he just came in the lead ready. ready. Just his movement. Yeah, his movements, his, 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 his technique. He's just technical sound. Um, you just tell that he was born to play corner. in the cornerback room. <laughs> no doubt about it. That he was born to play um, J.C. Horn, no doubt about it. J.C. Horn, one of my favorite young guys to watch as well. Lazant, you know, Lazant looks another special one. 
remind me a lot of his father. Mm-hmm. Just very great instinct, you know. Just, you know, not many wasted movements when he's making those breaks. You know, there's another one that was born into football. You can just yep. tell that he gets it, you know, and um, having an opportunity to play with Cam. Uh, it's been a pleasure for me to see him grow, uh, to see Diggs do what he did last year and continue to build on his resume. Mm-hmm. I mean, the list goes on, man. So it's just, I'm just happy to see that, that, that the cornerback future is very, very bright because these these are guys I'm gonna be talking about, you know, when I retire. You no know, these question. these these young guys, you know. So I'm happy to see, like I said, to, to see that see these guys' future are super, super bright. Yeah, no question. Like I said, the cornerback position in the NFL, man, in regards to young talent, uh, we're in good hands. We got some guys that can yeah. go and they're playing with a lot of confidence and they believe in their skill set and they dis- they display that skill set week in and week out. Well, Pat yeah. P. Man, we're going to let you go get back to enjoying the rest of your bye week. Uh, yes, get sir. back dialed in because when you guys jump back into the thick of things next week, you got a home game. And I know Skull Nation, they're going to be fired up. Vikings are 5-1 trying to improve on that said uh, record. And hopefully, Pat P, man, you know them interceptions, they come mm-hmm. in bunches. You know, you want to you want to. That they do. You, you want to you wanna fall in some do. more. You was about to say something? Hey. Yeah, I am about to say something. What you got? What what today is the sack? What today is October 18th. I said on that camera, October 16th, that I was gonna get me a pick. Mm-hmm. I'm getting two October 30th. I'm getting two October 30th. Watch okay. what I say. I like that. I like you already that. know who we're playing. Oh, I already know who y'all play. I already know. So yeah, I already know. I already know. How, I already know. Well, you already fired up. You got a whole week, man. Just calm down. You just you're a little too fired up. Listen, right now. listen. I can't wait, Matt. You fired up, ain't you? You gonna have another gritty, man? No, I ain't gonna have no gritty. This is what that special celebration come out. Okay. And make sure and make sure you stay. And I did hear. They might change the game. They might change it. They, 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 they think about changing the time. We will schedule that. They might make it a prime time. They change the prime time. Oh my goodness! I don't know. That's just that's just what I heard. That was talks. That they they was talking about changing the game time. So, what well, we gonna mm. see? Hey, we gonna see, my guy. Put your seatbelt on, baby, because we about to ride. Let's go. Hey, this is where people. Teams create separation from the pack right here. Late October, mm-hmm. getting into November. Like I said, are you thriving or are you surviving? Which one are you doing? You don't want to be a team that's surviving because you're just holding on. You want to be that team that's thriving, gaining ground, gaining traction. Because what yes, happens sir. now plays a big part into what happens in January. No doubt about it, Mac. And I don't know if you watched that game that we played in against the Dolphins. That's why my energy level was on a whole nother level just to show these guys, we got to kick it to another gear. We just get started. Lead by example. In the speed of the leader, it's the speed of the pack. No question. Let's go. The speed of the leaders is, where I heard that from? Me? I told yeah, you that. You got, it from, you got it from somebody. I got it from Coach Propone. That's it, yeah, the, speed of the, lead, the, speed, the speed of the leaders, the speed of the pack, set the tone. Yes, sir. Got to yes, be sir. a tone setter, baby. Gold star, baby. No question. No question. No question. Well, Pat Pete, man, you already know it's great catching up with you. We're going to be dialed in. 
Enjoy your bye week. We're going to tap in. Yes, sir. Next week, we got another phenomenal show, Skull Nation. Make sure you guys get your tickets. If you don't have your tickets already, to be right there in the stadium against the Arizona Cardinals. All fan participation is needed, is accepted. Make sure you're loud. Make sure you're intoxicated. And make sure you're ready to go and see some good football. That's all you got coming from me. And I will give my famous and prediction I- next week. Let's see how close I can get. What you got, Pat P? And I need Skull Nation to be the loud. I need this to be the loudest game that y'all ever did. I need you. I need you. <laughs> I gotta come. I gotta come hear that in person. I ain't never heard it in person. Uh, hey Matt, why not come? Why not come to that game? Because I'm about to go off. Man, you ain't gotta. You ain't gotta threaten me with a good time. You ain't gotta okay. threaten me with a good well, time. I just like said that. I'm about to go off. We're gonna see what we can do. Maybe we can do a little <laughs> quick little show. Up in Minnesota, up in the soda. I think I. You did tell Coach you was going to come back out then. It is cold right now. I said in January, too. I don't know what I was thinking. It's snowed. It's snowed. What? Last Wednesday? Yeah, y'all tripping. Dang. (laughs) (laughs) I might need need to come now in October instead of waiting to come in January. That's what I might need to do. Because the way how my thermals set up, I ain't really got no thermals for that. Yes, sir. Hey, but uh, Ralph, Ralph Waldo Emerson is the originator of that quote. I like it. I like it. No question. The speed of the leader is yeah. the speed of the pack. Speed of the leader, speed of the pack. No question. No question. Well, keep yes, leading. Sir. Keep, keep, keep showing that speed, displaying that speed because everybody's going to follow. No Ain't question. Ain't got no choice, baby. No question. <laughs> well, Pat P, enjoy your bye week. I'm going to enjoy my bye week as well, even though I ain't on the team. I'm going to feel like it's a bye week. And we're going to get ready for an extensive run, to say the least, when everything jumps back in play next week. Yes, sir. It's 11, it's 11 week marathon, baby. We're ready to run. No question. No questions. Be safe. Enjoy yourself. Get you some rest. And let's go.